welcome to creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast in this show we will discuss about best and worst experiences about passive and active apartment investing and i am your host ramakrishna let's begin the show today's our guest is ekaterina stepanova from m2k partners welcome katrina rama thank you very much for having me it's a uh, great to be on your podcast Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And a little bit about Katerina. Ekaterina Stefanova was born and raised in Moscow, Russia and immigrated to the United States 14 years ago and has lived in New York since. She is a partner at M2K Partners which owns MHP communities across the United States, Michigan, Ohio, Texas, Florida and are limited partners in a 64 space community in Arizona totaling 480 spaces. Ekaterina is the founder of MHP Tribe, a national mobile home park investor community, a community for time-stopped professionals with a focus on partnerships and efficient business solutions for financial freedom through mobile home park investing. So with that, Katrina, would you like to add anything to your background? Well, I think uh, that very much <laughs> sums it all up. Uh, started investing first in single family, in uh, turnkey properties, actually, for buy and hold, for cash flow. And soon I realized, as probably many of your listeners, that scaling single family investments is rather hard. And then turned to uh, multifamily. And my niche in multifamily is mobile home parks. That's what I've been doing for the past four years. And I think uh, for me personally, that is why the community, MHP Tribe, I think it's all better together. And um, that's why I focus my group, MHP Tribe, on finding the right partners with the right skills so you could scale and you can grow your business, which the ultimate goal is financial freedom through passive cash flow. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you. So how did you get into real estate and mobile home park space? Why you selected mobile home park space? Well, when I started looking into multifamily, I first, uh, of course, looked at apartment buildings and I saw how competitive the niche is, how cap rates are really low and it's hard to get to the cash flow that I was looking for. And I was just trying to see what else is out there that would match my goals and my needs. And I discovered through listening to podcasts, mobile home parks, and I thought, you know what, let me look at it closer. And then I decided to give it a try. And I joined, uh, there was back then an academy and I took the course. So I started doing my own marketing, direct marketing to owners. And that's how I started getting to deals and partner up from that academy with, with my current partners. So we started doing deals together and that's pretty much how it all happened. I strongly recommend education. I strongly recommend partnerships, especially if you are not in the real estate business full-time. I think partnerships are just uh, make it all go easier, smoother, faster, and just eliminate uh, lots of mistakes along the way. Got it. And thanks. Thanks for sharing that benefits. And so would you share the criteria selecting partners, you know? 
Well, that's very, that's critical. Partnerships are like marriages and it's really key to find partners who share, first of all, your values, that you're definitely on the same page about what is important for you, why you do this business, what are your goals, short-term, long-term goals, and um, that you have complementary skills, that you really take time to discuss this, even if you are in the same maybe course and same network, spend time getting to learn about each other and there are also great uh tools online there is a i think personality assessment test and and whatnot that you could take just just to see who you are uh, what is your type and uh, just make sure you truly complement each other rather than fighting for superiority in your partnership so yeah got it got it yeah that's great information and would you share your like first mobile home park experience like how long it took you know and what kind of challenges you faced sure sure well uh, ramas uh, your listeners probably already know first is the hardest and it takes the longest <laughs> and i was not an exception here first deal i think it took us over a year to find and close we found others along the way i signed one mobile home park deal along the way only then after over a year i think i closed on my own park so that took a little bit and we had all kinds of uh, struggles because the park Uh, financing of mobile home parks now is easier than it was you know five years ago especially 10 years ago but when you finance certain parks they tend to be relatively compared to mobile apartment buildings relatively inexpensive so loans are smaller and that presents a challenge banks do not have appetite for smaller loans and especially there is such a thing in mobile home parks if there are many park on homes banks don't like that either because of the maintenance and so we had it all on our first deal it was in um, florida we actually just sold it a few months back that was a planned we got into that park uh, with the intention of turning it around and selling it within two year time frame so yeah it took us just uh, two and a half years to sell from purchase to sale and we first had an obstacle of obtaining the right loan for it because it's a 42 space park and it's not very expensive. So the loan was under a million dollars. So that was a challenge. Then we also had park-owned homes. So that was another challenge to convince the lender that we can get the proper insurance and insurance was rather expensive. So then at the very end of the due diligence, we had one partner who decided he is not willing to sign on the loan and he quit on us pretty much the last moment so we had to quickly find another partner who as uh, as i was mentioning just earlier was aligned with us better and we still partners today we do all the deals together and i think uh, we learned a lot on that deal we i think a lot of great things came out of that first deal as well you know one of them obviously being our partner who was just rock solid for us uh, ever since got it and thank you so how are the uh, financial terms like now versus like two years or three years back 
Well, right now there are more lenders, it seems like, who are willing to do loans, smaller loans, and they're more flexible in their underwriting. So previously, if the loan is under a million dollars, it was really hard to find financing. Now it seems like there are more lenders who are open to mobile home parks. There were fewer lenders to begin with, so now there are more, and uh, now uh, agency debt becomes a little more, again, more accessible uh, to mobile home park investors. So that is that's been great, and I think just more lenders and better, uh, more flexible terms at this time. Got it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. There are also new products like uh, you could now finance uh, park-owned homes. You know, you can finance projects, improvement projects. So it they were not readily available previously. Now there are more products that are more targeting mobile home park niche, and I think that just makes it a huge difference. Got it. Thank you. So how do you select markets and what is your process of, you know, what other factors you would consider before, you know, selecting any MSP deal? Sure, sure. Well, Rama, we get, as you mentioned earlier, our parks are all over there. You know, we used to in Florida, Ohio, uh, now Michigan, Texas, Arizona. So you see, we're pretty much all, all over. Our criteria is pretty simple. Uh, we just want the deal that is over 50 spaces, if it's a new market for us. And that is economically sound area, definitely has to be solid. So, uh, which is so far single family residence versus Price is over a hundred thousand, so we, this way we're not competing with the single-family housing rental market. So that is uh, something that's important for mobile home parks, the riding. And when it's stable or growing area, we check whether you know the vacancy. Uh, we check the vacancy rates, so we want them to be lower than let's say twelve percent, nothing over national average. We just make sure. Yeah, there are a few criteria. I don't <laughs> take up all the time to just listing all them but uh, we just want to make sure it's economically sound it's uh, large enough so we can afford on-site management so proper ma- management for for the property and uh, we wouldn't do lagoon so there are some mobile home parks uh, rare, rarely these days but still on the lagoons which is pretty much cesspool so we wouldn't do that but otherwise we will do pretty much anything we will do uh, mobile home parks on uh, on private utilities on well uh, septics wastewater treatment plants that's perfectly fine yeah and um, anything that's large enough to support on-site staff yeah we would do Got it. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. And you own properties like Michigan, Florida, and you know, Texas, and even Arizona also. So how are you managing from different locations? Sure. Well, that is mobile home parks are have you know certain I think distinctions how they're being managed. So we definitely like to have on-site manager who is in the park, who is in the park's office, who has eyes and ears on the ground, and you know that's how rent collection is getting done through either checks, money orders, or e-pay. And then we would normally have someone on maintenance work, a handyman, aside from any other vendor who would come for larger, more involved projects. And then I would be, from our team, I would be the one managing day-to-day operations and communicating with our park staff. So that is currently how it's being achieved. Got it. Thank you. So would you share any kind of challenge you are facing or faced while managing like across different locations? 
Yes, sure. Well, most difficulty I would say is when you hire staff and the area where your property is located is rather small area. So it's uh, harder to, we always try to hire from inside, meaning from inside the park. So this is a standard practice, I would say, for uh, mobile home park communities to try and hire a park manager from inside the park rather than attracting someone from outside to come and work in the park because obviously people who live in the park they care more and if there's someone who's qualified to do the work that's just the best case scenario and so they always on site <laughs> even when they're off duty they're still in the park so they cannot help but keep an eye out on what's what's happening uh, in the in the community and the challenge was uh, for example in the community that we purchased uh, earlier this here in Ohio, it's just a smaller area and it took us a while to establish our footing in terms of having the right staff in place because uh, we were trying to hire from within the community, but uh, we haven't gotten the response right away and we're trying to hire someone on temporary basis from outside and since the area is just so small, it was harder to do. And um, so this is something that we learned. It's also harder to find vendors in the area because there are just only so many vendors available, for example, plumbing company, electrical company, HVAC company. So that's something we, we learned. It definitely presents additional challenge when you are purchasing in a smaller, in a more like rural and smaller location. Got it. So and how often you travel to th- these properties? Well, we try to do at least half a, uh, every six months. And I have video calls with our staff at least once a week. And we speak constantly. I would say maybe once every couple of days we speak, you know, we chat and so on. So we're in constant communication. And then uh, once a week we have our weekly staff meetings. This is on, it's, these are video calls. So our maintenance staff and our park staff is present and we just go through everything we have done this particular week and we plan for the following week and that's kind of how we uh, stay close got it yeah that's great yeah and would you share any best practices in mobile phone park space from acquisition or like operations or financially any anything well, best practices. Well, I think most important is to, you know, again, your residents, your tenants, these are your customers. And it's just very important to understand that we here as community owners, we are there here to serve them and help them. Even sometimes they may not know that they may need our help. So when you, for example, doing rules enforcement uh, about cleanliness of the lots, about parking assignments and things like that, they may first not like that, but they, you know, this is our responsibility to help them see the benefit of a cleaner, safer environment and uh, just educating and, and communication with with your residents. I think they, these are keys. Most of the people uh, want the same thing as anyone else uh, who does not live within the community. They want a safe, clean place to live and be treated fairly, be treated with dignity. And um, that's, I think it's a good thing to always keep in mind that people who live in the in a mobile home parks the same they want exactly the same things as people who live in the a-class apartment buildings got it yep that's great yep and share me a little bit more about your group like mhp tribe so why you found that oh my goodness (laughs) sure 
Absolutely. This is my favorite topic. MHP Tribe is uh, is the great community of, of uh, park investors. So these are people like myself may have started out with W2 and investing on the side. And so we have a great mix of uh, park operators, current park owners and operators, and a great mix of people who are just looking into getting into that space. So we have uh, every Monday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, we have week, a community call. This is where we come together. We share our challenges. We share our lessons learned from the week, what we're working on. We have, you know, we have workshops together and park existing park operators and experienced owners uh, come to share with the beginners about their journey, about their experiences, about their deals. We underwrite deals together. We do all kinds of things. So it's always uh, very casual, uh, but lots of um, collaboration is taking place. And that's why I would also invite you know whoever is looking into that space and would like to learn and connect with people who mean business but also just great people to to know i would invite everyone to come and join us on mhp tribe every monday at 7 30 p.m eastern and um, you know in information can be just find on mhptribe.com there is a zoom link so anyone is welcome it's free <laughs> come join us learn uh, meet people got it so what is the size of that group now well, we every Monday we have maybe around 30-ish people consistently joining us on calls. And um, I think we're about in a Facebook group. I think we are about 1,300 strong. Yeah, that's good size. And so would you share any of your best MHP experience so far? Best MHP experience? I think I look at the investing as a creative process, to be honest. So for me, it's how can I collaborate more? Because every collaboration, I look at it as planting seeds. So if I can, uh, let's say, do JV or some sort of uh, deal with one new partner, it means that now I have access to their potential deal flow, potential you know network and so on. So just so to me is how can I collaborate more? I think this space uh, from the starting from the owners who we are working with, who we purchasing our properties with, they sort of become our, sometimes they become our, you know, mentors, they teach us things as well. So it's very, very friendly, I would say, process. And um, a lot of collaboration and learning is taking place because mobile home park space is a little bit unknown still and being discovered. And I think there is a lot we can learn from previous owners who owned or even built their communities, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago. So I think that's probably the best thing about this niche. That's what I really love it. I think I just love people in, in that, in, in our business. They're just really awesome. And um, talking about people in the in our business, I cannot not talk about the SECO conference, which is by community owners for community owners which is a nonprofit organization organizing this annual event, which I'm uh, honored to take play uh, to participate in. And MHP Tribe is actually sponsoring this year. It's taking place on the 27th of this month, September 27th for a week. And it's absolutely a great place to, to meet owners, operators, investors from across the country. And I believe this year it's going to be close to 600 attendees. And most of them are operators, park operators operators or people who work in, in our niche as a service provider. So that is, uh, yeah, these are the people <laughs> who you want to meet if you are in this industry. 
Got it. Yeah, that's great. So do you also share any of your worst or challenging mobile home park experience? Well, challenging aside from probably financing, it's probably was our biggest thing when we were just getting started. And I wouldn't say anything is so different and any more challenging than in any other business. I think it's always just about, you know, putting the right pieces together. And most important in this business, probably is like in any other, is people, finding the right people and putting them in the right places. So I would just recommend just take your time because, you know, when you hire someone to manage your park, for example, this person can just uh, easily, this is this is the face of your company, They, your representative, your ambassador, uh, they can make or break your business so, so easily if they're not representing your uh, company correctly. So I think just take your time with uh, with hiring, hire the right people with the right, with integrity, with the right values that are, again, aligned with yours. And then it's going to be great. <laughs> if you fail at that, uh, it can be really, really costly. And uh, that is why, how I also know this, I also try to learn on other people's mistakes. This is when we come in to purchase parks. This is what we see. Sometimes deals being on the market because the partners didn't agree on their goals, did not align on the goals. That's why the property is now for sale or management was poor and um, mismanaged the property, ran it into the ground and the owner is the absentee owner, so to speak, or managers, or maybe simply was trying to manage from afar. And that's it. Cannot bring the property back to, to life. It has to sell. So that's you know what we see often. And that's why kind of my advice Got it. Yep. Thank you. So what is your current focus and share something you're excited about now, Katrina? Yes. Well, Rama, our focus is uh, always on finding uh, great deals because I think some may say that we're a little too picky, but yeah, we do love great deals. And that is one of the reasons we have our partners and uh, people who invest with us from deal to deal to deal. So we, it's not very often that we have deals that are sitting there open and we are soliciting them because we just have the same people just continuing on the journey with us. But what I'm excited is we are currently enhanced our marketing efforts. So we definitely have a, a greater deal flow coming uh, coming our way. So if you are interested in any opportunities, I would invite you to come to mhpteam.com website and register to potentially invest with us because we are having several deals in the pipeline right now that we will be opening to to the public. So I think that that is one thing. And another thing is MHP Tribe is having its first reunion in Miami in October. <laughs> it's October 16 and 17. So anyone who is who would like to learn more about the industry and meet people who are doing things and on the go and collaborate, potentially partner, I would invite everyone to uh, check it out. And again, on mhptribe.com website, we have information there. And yeah, this is what I'm looking forward to right now. Great, great. So any one advice that have impact on you? Well, I think most recently I read that quote from uh, James Clear about focus and investing your time. So I think I have it not far from here. Okay, so it says double down on your best relationship. It's the investment with the highest return. So I love this quote. Great. Awesome. Any books that impacted your life and what way? 
Well, I think that I really, there are many books. I think most recently there was Atomic Habits, again, James Clear. And I like the focus on process rather than goals, because how he says winners and losers have the same goals. Um, And I always big big fan of uh, Tim Ferriss. So his four-hour work week. And there were so many others. Yeah, there were so many others. Yeah, bo- great books, great books. And how are you giving back to community? Well, I try to do it through my MHP tribe by organizing workshops and just uh, getting people connected as, as much as I can, you know, because my, uh, you know, I wouldn't be where I am also today without a, a help in mentorship from others. And I think that is my uh, duty to pay it forward. That's what I'm trying to do. Awesome. Yeah. So and how can listeners can connect with you? Well, I would invite everyone uh, who is looking into MHP space, come and participate with us in MHP tribe, polls, community, share where you are, how we can help, and uh, we will be happy to do so. If um, you're in Miami area or you know would love to come and join us in person, come and join us. Again, you will find information on mhptribe.com. We're in Miami, October 16 through 17, uh, with the workshops and sessions and just uh, great networking and getting to meet and uh, getting to know each other. And uh, if you are looking to invest and looking for invest in uh, deals soon, I would uh, recommend you registering on mhpteam.com as M2K Partners, which uh, the group I'm part of, we are having some deals coming your way. So if you are ready, we are going to be right there with you. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you, Katrina. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for uh, sharing more information about, you know, MHP space. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Rama. Pleasure. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.